now. Are you ready? <laughs> We're back. It's week 10 in the crow's nest. This is little Ricky. As always, I got Hanker with me. And today we got a special guest. Um, I'll do a quick intro here. I got to be honest. So Hanker coming into this one thought his last name was Lazenza, but it's Nick Izenza. Um, Nick and I got together a couple weekends ago. We, we played in a golf tournament. We'll maybe hit on that a little bit uh, later, but uh, was not pretty. But with that, uh, put your hands together for Nick Izenza. Thanks, friends. How are you guys doing? Yeah, hey, uh, stick on the ice, feeling good. Uh, a couple wet ones down the hatch tonight. Had all sports uh, before hopping over here. So went to Boston Pizza, had a couple beers, and uh, feeling good. Oh, that's so you're good. seven on the day at this point then, Hayes. Yeah, well, I, I also was at my uh, Aunt Joan's, shout out Aunt Joan, but uh, I went over there, I had to get a policy signed. And uh, she's like, well, I've got this uh, wonderful red from Napa Valley, if you'd care for a glass. So, so you, you thought the one point of the day where you would be able to stay off the sauce and you're still railing red wine. Yeah, there. Uh, it, it's uh, it's been a wet one for me out there today. But uh, speaking of wet ones, a uh, bit of a podcast bump last week. We had Zach McDonald on, and uh, guess what? He was the week nine winner, the first winner of November. So uh, congratulations to Zachary. I think he would he get nine or ten, right, Hanker? He actually. So it, it, I mean, not to take away from it at all, because you know gambling's the hardest thing ever. It was our lowest. I don't think we've had a winner with as few correct answers. I think he had, he did have nine, which you you know you don't want to shake a stick at. But in weeks past, I think we've had ten. Just about every one is the winner. Ten or right, more. right. Well, he actually okay. He had eight. I'm just looking. Did he have eight? He okay. had eight. Sorry, yeah. The one was a push. That was funny. The one question we had last week: Isaiah Pacheco and Clyde edwards alaire Oh yeah, will have more rushing yards. They both ended with five. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's crazy. But uh, but here we go. We're gonna jump right in. We'll we'll pile through these questions. Uh, before we begin, you guys working on anything wet? I know I just talked about how many beers I've had today, but uh, I got a nice little Michelob Ultra. Got to end the night right. Uh, you know, belly's feeling kind of full from everything else, so nice little light Mickey Ultra. There you go. Well, thanks for welcoming me aboard, boys. Uh, I got a uh, a nice uh, vodka and Kool Aid here, cherry. Okay. <laughs> cherry yeah, that's no a two. first. So what vodka Kool Aid? Okay, that's all right, no, no, Kool Aid. Exactly. I feel like a kid again. You know, bet, betting on football, watching football. Like I haven't graduated my mind since I was like sixteen when it comes to this. So like we're getting right into it, and uh, yeah, hopefully it sticks to me this week. Zach uh, won last week, and he was on the pod. So hopefully I can uh can be a big, big shoes to fill. So uh, I checked with the lawyers last week about the uh, the racial slurs and about a couple other things. So I was good to come on. So I'm going to keep her a little bit more uh, uh, clean, a little bit yes. more PG here, hopefully. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah, it's a big 
big risk for sure. I mean, you you can come on this and get the bump and win, or you can come on and get canceled and lose your job. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh... hey, um, impromptu segment here. You got Kool Aid and vodka. It's not a clear glass. So we you talk about all time prop bets, the Gatorade color at the Super Bowl. We kind of have a mini one right now. We can't see the color for anyone who's just listening right now. He's what flavor and color of kool-aid you think nick has on the go i'm just envisioning the kool-aid man and he's red kool-aid so i'm gonna go i guess red which would maybe be strawberry so can i take that from you hanker you can and i'll go blue raspberry which is the only logical alternative what do we got nicky oh well red is actually cherry oh yeah so we can't judge right over there so yeah red (laughs) kool-aid cherry the classic, yeah, it is the Kool Aid Man. So absolutely, the the classic's the best kind. And are you a uh, you know? Do you buy that pre mixed, or are you powdering and throwing that in a pitcher? And, and, and uh, no, they actually come in like the little Mios now. Oh really? Yeah, like the little like squirt bottle. So a couple dabs of that with some water and a little bit of vodka, and you're good to go. Oh, that actually sounds pretty pretty electric for sure. Might have to give that a whirl sometime soon. Um, okay, well, with that, let's get into it. Um, Nick's working on a Windows 95 PC here, so we're hoping <laughs> everything's going to work all right. But uh, we're going to dive right in. Uh, we're starting off with a bang, and this one's going to be interesting because uh, we don't know exactly how it's going to unfold with Josh Allen. It might be uh, Case Keenum and Stefan Diggs reunion, but... We've got who's going to have more receiving yards on the day, Stefan Diggs or Justin Jefferson. So both these guys kind of top fantasy wide receivers. Obviously, Justin Jefferson, you know, and Stefan Diggs. Diggs used to be on the Vikings. He got traded to the Bills in that trade. The Vikings got the pick that they used to take Justin Jefferson. So it was a win-win on both sides. Two big dogs, but uh, Josh Allen. I know uh, he's got an injured elbow, so it'll be interesting to see. Nikki, I know I'm in one fantasy league with you. You got any any of these guys on any squads? Uh, yeah, I'm in the roller coaster league with you, as uh, you mentioned last week. Um, I actually do have Josh Allen on that team. So right now, I'm very jealous. I'm very that. jealous because uh, Josh is my guy. Hopefully, yeah. he's healthy, but uh, he might be missing this week. Tough to say. Yeah, so that's, that's a keeper league, right? Uh, pardon? Sorry. Is that a keeper league? Yes, that is the keeper. Was, was he your keeper? No, no, it's a semi keeper league, so you can keep two players, and depending on which round that player was taken in, that basically takes away that draft pick for the next. Gotcha. Year. So I traded up, and then last year I was in shambles. So basically, I traded my players, got better picks for this year, and then basically I drafted Josh Allen in the third or fourth round, I think. And yeah, right now that's the only quarterback on the roster. So if he goes down, uh, my team's probably going to be hurting for playoffs. Well, you got, I'm sure Andy Dalton's available on waivers, waivers and that's an <laughs> obvious pickup. Why don't you start Jameis? Like this is, we might get into it talking about the Saints, but like I don't understand why they don't start Jameis Winston. They've started yeah, it's, it's, had a it's broken tough back. right now over there. 
Yeah, Jameis. they started when he's had one leg, a broken back, broken ribs, and then now he's healthy and they're starting Andy Dalton. And the sad thing is, like, Andy Dalton's, like, the third stringer there. Like, Taysom Hill you would, would probably <laughs> give you more, <laughs> you know, than exactly. Andy Dalton. Exactly. So, so. Out, of the, out of the worst three quarterbacks, you're starting maybe – or yeah, out of the three quarterbacks, you might be starting the worst one. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, prop number two, we've got uh, Battle of the Animal Kingdom. We've got the Lions versus the Bears. The Lions red hot after beating the Packers in an absolute stink fest. And the Bears, Justin Fields, I mean, they hung with Miami. They they really could have won that game. So that'll be an interesting one. That one's as close to a pick as we have this week, um, which which is kind of nice. I It'll be an interesting one to see where the people lean in that on, one. On that, so this is my quest to become, like, football literate. I want to get your take on this, Hayes, see if I'm freezing cold or if I'm, like, starting to – talk like someone who knows what they're saying when they say football things. So the last fourth quarter of bears, uh, dolphins, there is a, uh, a play. There's a pass interference call on Jalen Waddle. That is, I don't understand how pass interference works, but like basically the most routine kind of cornerback work ever. And, you know, flag, I don't think they did anything with it. Bears get the ball back. And then there's essentially like the same kind of wide out, but on the other side and what looked to be like a suplex from the cornerback and there was nothing on it. So I don't know if maybe it's just me not interpreting what pass interference entails, but did you see that? What was your assertion on it? I saw it. So I'll go first. And then if Nikki saw it too, he can chime in. I'll, I'll give you my two cents though. Like, it's kind of like in hockey or in other sports when it's nearing the end of the game, the officials don't want to be the reason why it goes one way or the other. And so that one clear as day, the guy's like hugging him. It was double coverage. Like it would have been a tough catch, but it was double coverage, but the guy's literally wrapped around him should have been a flag for sure. And then they, they would have been, you know, sniffing field goal range, probably tie it up. Um, but what happened was there was a, I forget, it's probably three years ago now, maybe even four. And uh, it was a playoff game and it was the Saints. And yeah. a guy got basically tackled before the ball got there. And everyone went up in arms, no flag. The refs didn't, it, you know, it basically guarantees the Saints win the game if they throw it, but it should have been called. So they implemented the rule, you can challenge pass interference. Well, that lasted all of one season. And they're mm. like, we can't be doing this. But I do agree. There's cases like this where you're like, oh, my God, like it's so blatant. And you called such a like tic-tac one before. How are you not evening this up or, or calling the, the flag here? So, yeah, it's it's a tough one. I felt bad for the Bears. I definitely wanted them to sneak a win out there. Yeah. Yeah, Saints cheered to be in the Super Bowl that year, by the way. Yeah. That, are you a Saints guy, so, Nick? Is that what I'm picking up here? No, no. Unfortunately, I'm a Falcons fan. So, you're a who fan nick is your mic turned up as high as it can go is it just me hearing like i can't hear it that well but it could just be it, me it's a little faint yeah but oh Ooh. my All good but who'd you say you're a fan of the atlanta falcons unfortunately. oh right i remember that and yeah, it's just heartbreak after heartbreak hey, so i hey, can't uh, they've got a thing. chance yeah they do have a chance to win the division 
But yeah, as you're saying about like the pass interference stuff, like again, it's it's more of like a you can't challenge it on the field, so it's in the referee's hands. So it's one of those things where if the ref throws the flag, then like it's in the referee's eyes. Yeah. So exactly. if the referee calls it or doesn't call it, and like especially back then you couldn't call it. And this year they changed the rule where you can call it. But again, it, it, it's one of those things where it's so hard to overturn the call on the field. Yeah. There has to and be it, distinct evidence on the field you know, to overturn a call. It's so fast it, it, as it's shit. Tough. Like it's two enormous men fucking throwing themselves in the air. Like you can only imagine. And you're hustling after it as an official, I'm assuming. Like I, I you know, there it's like set up for failure. It's a very subjective thing from what it looks like and I don't know what you do other than just get rid of like there just isn't pass interference. I don't know. I don't know how you fix it. Like you just yeah. let everyone do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah there's it's... there's no fix and we could spend all day talking about this for sure. Sorry, it's yeah. like there's a okay. lot of rules that could probably use a little reworking, you know what I mean? And and I don't know how you fix it either, but yeah, it's it's one of those if if it's your team that's not getting the call, you feel shitty and if it's your team that you know, gets one or, or doesn't get one called and it benefits you, you're, you're happy about it. So it's just the way sports are and I like it. Okay, prop number three. This is wild because I'm just looking at it now. When I when I wrote this one at the start of the week, it's the over-under. So Hanker loves these. And we've got the Broncos versus the Titans and the line on Bet Pirate, 39 and a half. I just looked right now. It's actually dropped. This is the lowest no line way. I've ever seen. It's down to 37 right now. So we're sticking it, we're locking it in at 39 and a half, but they are not expecting points in this game, wow. um, which makes me feel like, you know, and we'll get to our locks later, but God, the over is so tempting when it's that low. I mean, Derek Henry on one team, you know, he could put up 14 points alone and then you just need the Broncos to be somewhat okay, you know, with, with keeping up here. So that's the over underline. Uh, definitely the lowest we've had on our uh, props up to date, and, and the lowest I've seen this year. So that'll be an interesting one. Uh, up next, this is one I couldn't I couldn't find a line for it, but uh, hey, Al, go to bed. Just kidding. Is that Cooper? Another <laughs> <laughs> appearance. All right. So, sorry, getting some flack from the roomies, you know, <laughs> late night. I need to set up a little, actually, maybe when I finish my shed outside, I'll have to do the podcast in the shed. Good acoustics in there, I'm sure. Um, prop number four, we've got, will Tyreek Hill record over 115 and a half receiving yards? So the over under 115 and a half, this guy, he's the top wide receiver in the league right now for yardage. He's been an absolute beast, so uh, that'll be an interesting one to see how he does there. That's a that's a hefty line right there. That is the highest half. far like by a lot that we've had on uh, receptions this year, I think, or receiving yeah. yards this year. And he's he's been hitting it a lot, but again, yeah, that's a that's a very steep line. So we'll we'll see how that one goes. And I'm just trying to see here who do the Dolphins even play? They go the Browns. They play the Browns. Yeah, Browns have a decent pass rush, Miles Garrett, but uh, but Tyreek Hill's one of those guys they can get it out to him quick and he can still get twenty yards on the play kind of thing. So yeah, he's uh, 
he's a mismatch for sure. Number yeah. five, this one's interesting. Um, it's it's the Colts versus the Raiders. So, Hanker, one of those divisional battles we talk about. And uh, the Colts just fired their head coach, and they, they signed Jeff Saturday. So this guy, XO lineman for the Colts. Uh, he's got some famous clips. There's a mic'd up between him and Peyton Manning that is hilarious. Oh, I saw that. Okay, that's that guy. <laughs> that's him. So yeah. it, it's crazy that they signed him because he, he literally, no coaching. He's coaching a high school team, and then he's an analyst. But they just, like, out of the blue hired this guy, which is wild. So uh, that'll be an interesting one. I'm, I'm very eager to see which way the crowd goes with that one. Oh, man. Uh, number six, and Nick, I'm not sure if you have either of these guys, but they're teammates in Kansas City. It's who's going to have more receiving yards between Juju Smith-Schuster or Travis Kelsey? Uh, I don't have either Sorry, of these guys in fantasy, um, but uh, right now I have Travis Kelsey. He's the go-to guy in Kansas. He obviously Patrick Mahomes makes that offense work, but he is the go-to guy that makes everything else open up, whether it's in the run game and run blocking or it's in the pass game, and they have to double him and one of the guys go to the outside. So I, I think it's going to be Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I like that. I like that for sure. And I think they're going against the Jacksonville Jaguars, so tough to say how that one will go, but you have to imagine Chiefs – will be up early so whoever can sort of bust it early might be the guy who takes yeah they're nine and a half point favorites number number seven here we've got will there be a defensive touchdown in any of the 1 p.m games so this is you know a scoop and score off a fumble or a pick six we're not including special teams it's just a, a defensive touchdown so any of those 1 p.m games yes or no there not a bad one um, there's been quite a few defensive touchdowns this year. So that one, I mean, there were a couple last week. Um, we'll see what happens there. Number eight, we roll right in. And this is wild that this guy is, is falling off the face of the earth as quickly as he is, but it's will Aaron Rodgers throw an interception against the Cowboys. Aaron Rodgers had three interceptions last week against the lions. Aaron Rodgers, they showed his, his interceptions over the last, like, five or six years over the course of the season, the highest he had was five and he threw three last week. So uh, it'll be interesting to see where the crowd leans there. A guy who historically keeps the ball safe, good quarterback. He's been bad this year. So we'll see what happens on that one. Number nine, uh, this is another guy who's struggling's not the right word, but he's definitely not living up to expectations. It's will Kyler Murray record a rushing or receiving touchdown. So last week we had uh, Justin Fields was the quarterback we had in this prop, and he had the greatest rushing day of all time by a quarterback for the Bears. He, he, he did get a touchdown running. He had a 61-yarder. He also had 178 yards total, which passed – Michael Vick, who had 173 or something. So Justin Fields, most ever rushing yards in a game by a quarterback last week. You know that, Hanker? You look kind of stunned. Well, I just like it. It, I don't think it got the press that it should. It seems like if something that significant happens, you'd hear more about it. And this is the first I'm hearing about it. So I don't know, maybe... My ear is not exactly to the ground on NFL news, but 
you know, that's a pretty Michael Vick is is the rushing quarterback. You'd think there have been a few guys since him who could have done that, but no, it's there's nobody on Chicago. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. I mean, uh, it definitely circulated a little bit, but again, they lost that game. You know, there are other storylines around the league. Josh Allen, potential MVP, hurts his elbow. You know, Aaron Rodgers is collapsing. Tom Brady somehow snuck out a little win. So, yeah, I agree. It kind of went under the radar, but, yeah, it was, it was a wild day. And Justin Fields, he started the year horrible in fantasy, I think, over the last four or five weeks. He's been a top three guy, and last yeah. week he was number one. So, yeah, interesting if you're able to scoop him and have been playing him, you're definitely licking your chops for sure. Okay, prop number 10, it's everybody's favorite. It's will the opening kickoff of the Sunday nighter, that's the Chargers versus the 49ers, be a touchback? And uh, we were on no for a while, and now we've been yes, yes, yes. So... It's, uh, you know, it's the old flip a coin analogy here, but, uh, but I don't even know the total, but we got to be close to 50% now, depending on how this week goes. So, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's the greatest question that's ever graced a prop sheet, really. I mean, it's why people (laughs) keep coming back each week. No no doubt. It's so exciting to watch for, right? The Sunday nighter, you know, you hear well, the song each, and then you're like, Each oh. week too, like I just get my daughter to bed and I always miss the kickoff. Like I try to get back and, and watch it and it seems to like perfectly line up with it. It's like she just goes to bed at like 8-ish, 8-20 and I finally get it on. I'm like, God, I missed it again. And the reason I'm upset about that usually is because I still don't, really know what it is i know you've explained it over and over i don't like i don't look for it when i watch a game i think when we go in on so here's what we'll do we're going to a game in december in buffalo you're i'm gonna that opening kick if we make it inside in time who knows what happens at the tailgate you're gonna just definitively show me in person what the touchback is we'll 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 get you on board with the touchback um that's usually my Super Bowl bet. Usually, like, as you mentioned before about the, the Gatorade, usually I go yeah. Gatorade, Gatorade, heads or tails, and touchback. And what usually, did you go last like, Super Bowl for Gatorade? I went yellow. I won. Fuck yeah. What were the odds I, on yellow? Uh, I can't remember now. I, it, it was way too long ago, but yellow, and I got the touchback. So I was I was good to go early. I was good to go early, and I was good to go on the back end. So it was a good. What's your name? Ball. How have you not won a bet pirate yet? It sounds like you've you know, like you're Nostradamus. Well, <laughs> no, that, those are just like the silly Super Bowl ones that you sprinkle on. Like these ones, that's a whole sheet. I know, <laughs> and I like I just keep getting like wrong stuff. And, like, I wanted to go the onside kick with you, Hanker, last week. Um, and I want to know a question. Did you guys see the, the Jets and Bills game and the Jets kicker when he wiped out on the kickoff and he kind of squibbed it? If he, if somebody on the Jets recovered that, would you guys have counted that? 100%. Oh, yeah. Okay, Any, anyone Are, recovering a kick, like, we say onside, but if you're recovering that kick off the kickoff, yeah, you're you're getting so, that prop. 
Okay, Perfect. deep into the rules again here. It's got to be at least 10 yards to count as a kickoff, right? Correct. So Correct. when is it – is there a range beyond that that is onside? Any, anything's onside if it's in the field of play. So, Hank, I didn't want to get into the touchback because I've explained this to you now. It feels like for the – Let's 10, do an onside kick better. It's Week in a row, but yeah. let's say I kick it all the way to the end zone, but it doesn't go in the end zone. I can go pick that ball up, and that, and and if the other team who's supposed to be returning it doesn't grab it, it's my ball. Oh, so it's just a recovery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's very rare that it happens where it stays in the field of play. Although sometimes, and this happened a couple of years ago, they kicked it. The guy was waving for the uh, touchback. The fair it, catch? It bounced at the one-yard line, went straight up in the air and bounced again and just sat there. And and everyone started walking off the field and the guy picked it up and got it in the end zone and the refs are like yeah that's a touchdown like that counts that it has to be in the end zone to be a touchback that's when it's a dead ball but if it's not in the end zone that's live you got to pick it up and play it so what when you see everyone on the kicking team like swarm it and like do this thing where they all like surround it what's going on there that's so there's there's a kickoff yeah that's a punt so a little bit different, a little bit. Oh, different. that happens on a punt. Okay. Yeah, I gotcha. you can't you can't recover a punt okay. in the NFL. In the CFL, you can, which is a whole another beast. Let's not get into that. Let's get into <laughs> yeah. prop number eleven. Speaking of beasts, we've got who has more total yards out of these two beasts. We've got Austin Eckler and Christian McCaffrey, and this is going to count all the yardage they have oh, on the cool. day. So rushing, receiving, and even throwing if they mix in a pass. I know uh, McCaffrey did a couple weeks ago, so if he does, that counts in there as well. So two of the top dogs right now in fantasy. It'll be interesting to see uh, which one of these guys gets it and which way the crowd leans for sure. So, uh, And with that, that brings us to uh, our first mate question. So, Nick, uh, if you want to take it away, buddy, give us your question and any sort of uh, insight for the listeners if you got it. All right, so the first mate question, it, it's a little weird. I was going obscure, like trying to follow the trend of the podcast. So right now, uh, the first mate question is, will a game this week go to overtime? There's been nine weeks so far. There's only been two weeks, week three and week seven, where a game has not gone to overtime during that week. So I'm going to go with yes. A game will go to overtime this week. I don't know which game. I don't know which one to sprinkle on. If I were a betting man, it would be the Bears and the Lions. But again, uh, it's your money. You do what you want with it. So am I hearing you right? You're telling me that in the nine weeks, there's only been two weeks so far where a game has not had at least one go to overtime? That's correct. Yeah, week three and week seven. Okay, wow, I would not have guessed that. So there you go. That's a little insight for the listeners. If you're listening to the Crow's Nest, I I would have been going no on that probably all day. And now – Do you think what happens is like with – I mean, red zone sort of spoils you. And at that point, the 4 o'clock games are starting. So you're kind of like – seeing plays happening in that and maybe that distracts you from the fact that some games from the one o'clock slate are in overtime now that's crazy i was gonna like 
I thought it was the other way around, where only two weeks have had a one o'clock or a game go to overtime. Oh, okay. Well, here I just want to chime in on this one because here, here's the here's the thing. I just looked at a couple. Nick is right. There's only been two, but those have included Thursday and Monday nighters. On our sheet, it mm. only includes oh. the Sunday games, so that's important to remember here. And All right, actually, insight. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's good. But just for the sake of, you know, the prop and the listeners, and I'll, I'll clarify it in the sheet. It's only the Sunday games and we exclude the 930 a.m. game, which we do have this week, the Seahawks, Buccaneers, so oh, that people German. can get their sheets in before one. So it's got to be a Sunday game from one to eight, 820. <laughs> Bears and Lions are at one. Let's go. Yeah. There you go. Okay, Nick's got it. I guess with that, let's do it. Let's let's hop right into the Landho locks. So, Nick, I, I know you've listened to the pod, so we're all three of us are gonna gonna lay a bet down. Um, before we get into it, uh, we haven't really been close all year. I've been good. Hanker's been trashed with his locks, so it's hey, kind of spoiled him. I'm coming and, back. Uh, <laughs> and the first mate, you never know what you're gonna get. Last week, we had a thousand dollars sitting right there justin jefferson was a two had to have two touchdowns and uh he got one right away never got that second one had a lot of chances if he got that a ten dollar bet would have been a thousand bucks for us uh that we were going to apply to the pot this week it didn't happen but we're gonna we're gonna roll with that again so if our if our land ho lock hits it's going to be added to the pot the following week so with that uh nick if you've got one kick us off uh, I'm gonna go uh, Dolphins and Browns over. I think right yeah. now it's at 49 points. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, both defenses haven't been playing well, especially in the passing game. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, a bit of a revenge game with uh, Deshaun Watson rubbing up uh, on his heels soon. Um, <laughs> rubbing up great choice of words there for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I tried. Um, so yeah, I, I think there's going to be a lot of points in that game. Hopefully in Miami, it's good weather, which usually it is. Um, the, the rushing defense on Miami hasn't been that great. And the Browns, they, they run the ball with Chubb and, and hunt and they do a really good job at that. Um, so I think there's going to be a lot of points in that game. So I'm going to take the over, and we'll ride with it. Okay, okay. So so Nick gave us a little bit of a teaser on his OT. Um, you can't bet on that very easily unless you're picking a specific game. So he's going off the board, but he's going to take the over in the Dolphins-Browns, which is nice. We like that. Hanker, what do you got for us? Yeah, I was going to say, so your pick uh... – do you want to grab one on the sheet too? So, because we don't oh. have the over under on or on on the Dolphins game, do we? No, ours is the the only over under we have is that uh, Broncos Titans game, right? And do our you... line's thirty nine and a half. All right, you know what? We're going with the Raiders then. We're going with the Raiders to win. I don't know if they're going to cover. Uh uh indianapolis just hired jeff saturday as their coach jeff saturday two weeks ago tweeted raiders look horrible that might be a speed <laughs> that ages poorly and i think that's money on the board for vegas 
And I think for a team that, that hasn't been very good and has been underachieving, this is probably a game where they should probably come out and show up and they're going to play. So I'm going to take the Raiders. Beautiful. I love it. So Raiders money line there. And and if you're eager and you like Nick, uh, sprinkle in that Browns Dolphins over on your own ticket. But uh, I love it. Okay. Raiders money line. Hanker, what do you got for us? Can you go first? I'm... I'm not yeah, sure. Tell, I'd tell like you, you what, to go I'll, first. I'll go because I got mine. Um, when we do our parlay, this this line's probably going to move, and and this is sort of a boosted line. But I'm going to go the Tyreek Hill over 115 yards. Holy shit. Um, the line right now, I just looked. It's 89 and a half is the standard line. You might be able to get a boosted one. For the sake of the ticket, take the over on the 89 if you can get the boosted but uh but yeah i'm locking in tyreek hill over i think the jaguars are not a great team but they've been able to keep up and and as wait sorry the browns Ooh, i forgot i thought i had it in my mind that it was the jaguars no you know what nick said the over is gonna hit it's gonna be a shootout let's go yep tyreek hill over 115 and a half let's get it let's go ride it right wow that's a lot a lot of yards Okay. Oof. All right. I um. I don't know why I'm so nervous about this. Maybe it's because I'm on a bit of a winning streak here, two weeks in a row. Like <laughs> the hot hand, right? Yeah. Hanker's I... quest to 500. <laughs> okay. So I little background. I've got Nick. So I my quarterback when I did fantasy this year was was Aaron Rodgers, and I figured, you know, you can't go wrong. Uh, I, I, I back MVP. overpaid for him, whatever. And then as like kind of a joke, I grabbed like Kirk Cousins like a bit later, mostly because I knew you still didn't have a quarterback yet, uh, Hayes, <laughs> and I just like scooped him just to kind of be a dick. Um, but now he's just my quarterback. So I have like Aaron Rodgers hanging out here. I kind of want his stock to go up because I'd love to broker a trade with you know, somebody who's hurting in the quarterback department. I just looked it up. So I don't know how the divisions and stuff work. We've already talked about that. Um, are the Packers and the, the Cowboys, they don't play each other that often, right? Correct. Uh, seven and two is, is Roger's record against the Cowboys. I feel like, um, I feel like he just plays well against them. Although this year is a bit different. I don't think he throws an interception. I'm going to say no. I think my Lanho lock of the week is Aaron Rodgers does not throw an interception against the Cowboys. Okay, I love it. I love it. So, Nick, he's got Raiders money line. Jeff Saturday, new coach, not going to get the job done for the Colts. He put some gas on the fire, calling the Raiders trash. We'll see this week. Nick's got Raiders. I've got Tyreek Hill going over that boosted line. 115 receiving yards doesn't include rushing or throwing so just receiving he's gonna get it that guy's been a dog and hanker he picked aaron Rodgers. pour one out for hanker there fantasy team's not doing great if that's your quarterback but tell you what he's back on track this week no interceptions against the cowboys that's the land lock of the week and hanker um i'm glad you brought up our fantasy teams because uh you know, I, I hate to admit this, Alicia, who 
is running her own oh team. Oh my god! Is nine and zero in our juggernaut. league. Juggernaut. It's just mind-boggling. I'm in third place. I feel okay. So Hanker took two quarterbacks. Everyone started taking two quarterbacks. We're fourteen team league. It's only one quarterback league, but there's fourteen well, teams. Drafted. So they get pretty pretty scarce, especially when people start taking two. Well, uh, who was left for me at the very end of the draft? My second last pick, to a tag of Aloha. <laughs> in games he's played the quarterback number three on the season let's go so yeah i lucked out there but uh but yeah let's uh i like it those landho locks let's finally hit one of these i'm i'm ready for it i think so um do all of those i can totally bet on rogers interceptions we can yeah. bet on receiving yards yeah, we, we can do all these, but the question is is one fifteen one fifteen won't be in there. It might be a boosted line available, uh, which would be better odds. Like it's gonna be plus money. The line right now that they've said is eighty nine and a half and, and so that's Holy just shit. like Yeah. Yeah. But I don't can know, you so- can you do Aaron Rodgers interception uh if it's not a same game parlay? Yeah, you, you'd be able to. Um, yeah, okay. it, it'll be an over-under, and it'll be whatever the line I'm is. I'm not the one who's got DP whacked by the Ontario government. You you would know yeah, better yeah. than me, so I'm just <laughs> asking the question. Yeah, good man, good man. Yep, we, we should be good yeah. there. If not, we'll, we'll, we'll alter them a little bit, but it's a, it's a pretty good lead. Okay, I've got one story here, um, and then if we have any closing comments, we'll get into it, but... Uh, I want to bring this up. So I, I mentioned it off the top. Nick and I, two weekends ago, uh, we we get invited to this golf tournament. It's called the Snowman Golf Tournament, and it's a scramble. So it's it's best ball. You're in a group of four. Uh, Nick, I'd say you and I are pretty similar. Like we're both okay, but not great golfers. We've I got agree, Jose, yeah. who started golfing two years ago. And then uh, Cody Travers was our fourth guy who, I don't know when he started golfing, but if it was after two years ago, uh, he, he isn't doing it right. So, probably not the same, yeah. It's probably yeah, been like him two and years. Jose are yeah. very similar. So we, we sign up for this thing. It's $20 into a pot per guy for the winning team. But they, they give you strokes. So at the start of the tournament, they're like, okay, this team – you know, as an 88 handicap, they've got three strokes, whatever. They're going through everybody's teams, and then they get to our team. Okay, we've got Jose Mena's group with Nick Izenza, Eric Hayes, and Cody Travers. They're getting 10 strokes. And I'm like, holy shit, 10 strokes. Like, that's how bad we are. We finished the tournament minus eight. We shot plus two in a four-man scramble. <laughs> yeah, not the best. Not the best. Yeah, let's just say that Harry at the greens and it was like playing Planko. You got to blame something. <laughs> Bob Barker was out there <laughs> calling the shot. So, hey, how does that work then? Because if you guys don't have enough data point, how do they even come to a, a handicap? So, is they, it years they, of experience? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah the Jose really brought ours down, which was huge yeah. with the two. Um, what they did is they took the team that had the, the true handicap, the best score. So if they're shooting, you know, low eighties or high seventies, that's the, the team that sets the bar. And then we give our scores. So I'm like, okay, I'm probably like a 96. Like if I'm playing around, so it's honor system, then. 
same 95 yeah. yeah and then jose was like what should i say i'm like i don't know like 105 probably <laughs> and travers did the same so, yeah, four guys who weren't even sniffing right. the bottom 90s so they're like yep 10 strokes and sure enough we needed more <laughs> one of us should have said a thousand and we still wouldn't have won yeah oh man like it, it was, it's not even like, I don't know. We, we definitely didn't play great. It was basically Izenz and I, like, who's going to have a good shot. Hopefully not both of us at the same time. We need to alternate, but uh, yeah, it was not pretty in our putting. We didn't have a single one putt that I remember the whole day, basically. Like it was crazy. Yeah, there, there wasn't a lot, but, but to go, to go off the top too, I do have one story about you as well. Uh, I remember in high school, we worked together at a grocery store, and I asked you to do the uh, the cinnamon challenge. <laughs> oh, I've heard this. I didn't know you were part of it. That's awesome. Yeah, so I, I was the one who told Eric about the, uh, the cinnamon challenge. And basically, it's if you don't know what it is, you take a tablespoon of cinnamon, you put it in your mouth, and you try and swallow it. So Eric's like, oh, yeah, of course, I can do that. And, of course, it doesn't end up happening. And I have a customer waiting to, to order food, essentially, or to, to get their order. And Eric is literally, like, choking up this brown dust. And it's absolutely horrid. And I'm trying to keep a straight face, trying to take this guy's order. So... I, I just remember Eric as a young lad, you know, from from doing the cinnamon challenge or taking the motorized carts for his uh, battery tests and <laughs> and things of that nature. So it was always a fun time. So, so a little a little background there. I'll I'll finish off. I'll cherry on top that story. Hanker also worked at Metro, but in Pitt. Yeah, we're so, all three of us former Metro Regional employees. Yep, yeah, AMP Metro boys, big time, big time. Um, yeah, Nick was working in the like fresh to go or whatever. I was the cart guy and I had just got there on my shift and it's Nick and Zach McDonald, the guy who was on the pod last week. Oh shit. And it's a, it's a <laughs> reunion of the Metro employees. We're just next week. We're going to get my old manager, Rhonda. And then so I, I stroll up and they're like, Oh, the cinnamon challenge. Like if, if you, and I'd never even heard of it, but I'm like, Oh, I love cinnamon. Yeah. I'm in like, and they're like, we'll give you 20 bucks or whatever. And I'm like, okay, sweet. Let's do it. So I take this like spoonful of cinnamon and instantly I'm like, Oh my God, like I can't swallow. I couldn't do anything. I puked in the garbage can and then I like snorted and like, I had like, it looked like Valentine's day came out of my nose. I had two, like cinnamon heart snot rockets come out <laughs> and our, our like supervisor came over and was like oh my god eric are you okay like you're not feeling good i had just got there my shift was four hours long and they sent me home <laughs> they're like oh you can't pay <laughs> go home i still get paid though right <laughs> yeah. i only got 20 bucks from the guys so <laughs> please yeah. don't pay me yeah that was funny that's actually funny i i uh, i've told that story many a time so that is funny Hanker, you did it successfully, right? I've watched you do the cinnamon challenge. No I can way. just do it. Like that, I apparently carry Deep throat on the average bear in terms of active saliva in my mouth. Because as soon as the cinnamon gets in there, it's completely hydrated, and then I just swallow it. I've done it like a few times now. I, I don't know. 
I, 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 I want to Yeah, I don't know how it works. That's amazing. Well, fellas, um, I think a pretty good show. Um, uh, any, anything else you guys have or want to add, or do we wrap it there? I mean, you, you said it, the land ho lock parlay, if we've not previously established that any winnings will go to the following week. Uh, we are week 10 coming up here, have yet to hit it. Um, but this is our week. I feel good about it. Um, God damn, we were close last week. I feel oh. like we were robbed. If those games went the other order, we could have done the cash out and, and had something for you guys. But uh, unfortunately, the Jefferson game happened first. But uh, this is our week. So just reminder, you talk about a, a bump in, uh, in enrollment and people signing up for Bet Pirate. We get one of these parlays. There's going to be some money to be handed out. Yeah, we add that to the pot. That's big time. Again, guys, they were low scores last week. If you didn't get into week one November, you still have a real shot at the monthly because a lot of people were three or four on the week. It was a tough one. This week, you never know. You get a good, good sheet, you might win the weekly, and you're still in the hunt for the monthly. The one thing I'll say, remember to also get your e-transfers in. We had a couple good scores, no e-transfer. If we don't have the e-transfer, we can't keep it in the sheet, right? So make sure you're getting those in. Um, you know, it's fun to do it, but it's funner when you do it and pay and get paid. So make sure you, uh, you get the e-transfer in. And with that, that's it from us at the Crow's Nest. Thanks, Nick, for hopping on. Can't wait to get a pair of lazenzas for Alicia for Christmas. And... Uh, <laughs> And that's it, fellas. Shiver me timbers. It was a good one. We're going to see you walking the plank on week 10. Goodbye.